Hello fellow Xbox adventurers, welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, Phil Spencer's top 24 Xbox podcast, known for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. On this week's show we discuss, I mean, Microsoft bought Bethesda, that's the big thing everybody, everyone get hyped. And also, when you're listening to this, pre-orders are available. We'll get more to that as we go into the show. I'm your host Adam, and today I'm joined as always by the top 23 man himself, Jake Burton. Oh, 23 like MJ. Mary Jane from Spider-Man. Is that not what we're talking about? Yeah, you'd be kissing Peter Parker upside down. I get it. Wow. That's the dream. <laughs> I wouldn't get out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> All right, shout out to White Lane, as always, for the amazing intro music. All right, so get into a little bit of news before the big, huge bombshell of thing that came out today, and I'm, think- I'm very happy it happened today and not tomorrow instead. I would have been very upset. But first... Jake, tell me what's going on with BlizzCon. So, Blizzard came out today, and they announced that BlizzCon would still be happening next year, but they are going with the all-virtual format, which makes sense. Then it's going to be on February 19th and 20th of 2021. And uh, it sounds like they're going to try to do as much of the event uh, just like it was before. Like, obviously, a lot of those things don't work live, but They'll still have big game announcements on both of those days, and they're going to still be doing their big uh, multi-category cosplay contest that they do every year, and they're just having people submit videos and pictures beforehand, and then they'll have a big showing and display all the people, and they've already got other events lined up, and, uh, you know, trying to keep in the spirit of having a BlizzCon, even in an all-virtual world right now, so that's uh, news that came out today. There will be news on that. I don't know what they didn't say anything about specifics of what games they'll be showing there, but I mean, you assume there'll probably be some more on Diablo 4 and probably Overwatch 2. You know, both of those are coming and probably more stuff after that as well. Maybe new stuff. Hard to tell, but it's a news item. What do you think? How how big Uh, are you into Blizzard games? Blizzard, not a huge fan. That being said, I'm going... Diablo 4 is probably the one that I really care about. Um, I don't know why that one specifically. Actually, I did play a lot of 3, so that makes sense, but I never played 2 or 1 back in the day. Yeah, uh, that's kind of my jam. And then I know they only showed us really like that trailer and then, you know, screens of characters walking around or whatever, but I was like, yo, I'm down for Diablo 4. So I know that game is probably still five years away or whatever, but I would love to see a little bit more on that. Uh, Overwatch 2, don't care about because I never played Overwatch. That's fine. Um, but Blizzard always does really good conferences as far as like trailers are always look really good. You know, the fans love it. They have a good time. Me, I'm just like, Hey, you know, make me like Diablo again or more because I'm already hooked. So as long as they do that, I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I never stopped playing Diablo two. I beat it as recently as this year (laughs) again with a group of friends and I, Diablo 3 was my first Platinum on the PS4. Uh, Yeah, I've played those games a ton. I will definitely be playing 4, and uh, I'm looking very forward to that. So 
any more of that, the better I'm in. And then I like Overwatch a lot. Um, I still try to keep up with it. I, I play it less, but I play it during the events and everything. Or really, I try to just to get cool skins. And uh, I'm looking forward to two. So I, I don't know how much more they can show. It seems like it's kind of like a re-platform of one. Because they've already announced they're going to let you keep all your skins and everything you've earned from one. You're not starting over. It's just uh, like a, like an upgrade expansion over to two. So uh, and maybe too, now that the uh, the actual next gens have been announced, we'll get more details as to what's coming on what console and maybe a vague idea of when. But yeah, I, I, don't, I think both of those are still pretty far away. But yeah, I'm looking forward to at least info on those. Maybe they'll finally uh, announce that StarCraft Ghost is coming out. Good luck. Maybe we'll get another <laughs> lore video. Another lore video from WoW. That'll be a good time, right? That's definitely going to happen. There's going to be a lot of stuff about whatever the recent expansion was that people are maybe playing. Maybe did they? That hasn't come out yet. They just announced that there will definitely be more footage on them. But yeah, World of Warcraft lore videos always in the always in the lineup. Yeah, no, I mean, I said the, those fans will love it. They'll have a good time. I'm happy for them. And I, I mean, it's just another kind of a thing. Um, like this digital, all digital stuff's going to going to be going on for probably about over a year, if not longer. I don't think that that certainly seems on. like it. At the rate, yeah. there's already all virtual conventions booked for BlizzCon is an all virtual event next February. The shutdown pretty much started in March here, so. That's uh, pretty much pushing a year there. True, but maybe the the lights at the end of the tunnel. Probably not. We'll see. I don't know, but we do have that for anyone interested. BlizzCon February nineteenth and twentieth. All right, the biggest news of the week. The only thing that anyone cares about. It's not the main quest. Pre-orders. When you're listening to this, because guess what? Adam's putting this up at eight a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. Xbox Series X and S pre-orders are available on Amazon, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, GameStop. You can go out and get it now. I mean, we won't know until next week's show how if it was disastrous as the PS5 one, but everyone go out and get it now. See if they're available. I know I'm going to be getting one or trying my best. So as you're listening to this, I hopefully already have my pre-order in. So that's a big deal. Everyone go get your pre-orders for your next-gen console. Yes, what are you doing here? I mean, I guess you can listen to a podcast and be on your... Yeah, get in there. I mean, if you've already downloaded this, I don't care if you listen or not. Just give me the download. I'm just kidding. You can pause the show or keep it in the background and do the pre-order at the same time. It's not impossible. Yeah, just do both. They can run both. Or if you forgot... It's not like YouTube where you close it goes away. Yeah, and if you forgot, yo, I'm reminding you, go get your pre-order. <laughs> go get your pre-order in, yeah. Yeah, so the PS5 one was a bit of a... The retailers seemed to step out of line and pull thing, put things up before anybody was ready for it, and they just said, well, hell, let's just open the floodgates. <laughs> let's just say it is what And they apologized afterwards. That was kind of it. So I'm glad Xbox stepped up and said... Or Microsoft, I guess, stepped up and said, hey, retailers, if you have any funny business or like put up stuff early, like we will like punish you in some way. Now I don't know what that means, but I doubt anyone's going to find out. I don't think anyone sees that message and goes, "That'll ah, be fine." <laughs> so I uh, I uh, think it's going to be a lot. Hopefully, a lot more organized, um, and hopefully that's better. 
you know, at least being able to be prepared for it and have your website ready to go and not crashing a million times, I'm sure will be great. But uh, yeah, should be should be a good day for those Xbox early adopters starting tomorrow. Day. Today. Oh my god. <laughs> Time travel so weird, guys. Time is a flat circle. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our main quest. I'm already late! Late for what? I'm going on an adventure! And, whew, this was, uh, Jake, if I would have told you, I don't know, yesterday or, you know, Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning, like, hey, you know, I think Microsoft's going to buy a studio, and maybe it'll be a small one, you know, maybe like a a mid-sized and then you're like ah sure adam that makes sense and then i was like hey you know what they're actually buying all of bethesda what would you say to that uh that would sound insane um but they sure did that didn't they yeah that's wild they microsoft has bought uh zenimax or wait a minute what's the name of the company zenny zenimax that's it whatever they have bought (laughs) yeah the parent company of bethesda um, and they have, uh, yeah, ZeniMax Media. And with that purchase also comes Bethesda Softworks, you know, Elder Scrolls Fallout, whatever. Um, so now they have, uh, these are just a list of some of the IPs that Microsoft now owns. You know, of course, that's also all the studios underneath it, like Arcane and, and such and such. So, Id, uh, yeah. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, so Microsoft now owns Elder Scrolls Fallout. Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, Starfield, Prey, Tokyo Ghostwire, Deathloop, and many more. Uh, Boy, that's a big one. I'll just read through some of the details here. This is coming from multiple sources. Bloomberg, IGN, Jason Schreier, all that good stuff. Um, The deal is about $7.5 billion to purchase the company. Um, The formal purchase is supposed to be in the second half of next year in 2021. Uh, again, like I said, they own all of those uh, studios, Bethesda, uh, id, Zenimax Online, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango, Alpha Dog, Roundhouse. Oh, they also own, uh, what is it, Evil Within as well. Um, yeah, they, the uh, previous exclusive deals, you know, being uh, Deathloop and Tokyo Ghostwire are supposed to still, you know, those are still on, those will still be honored. So any game currently that's coming out is going to be honored and future Bethesda games will appear on Xbox PC and other consoles on a case by case basis was the exact uh, quote from Phil Spencer. So again, this is a giant news thing. You know, you can go read all the, the big long articles if you want to, but uh, you know, Todd Howard came out and did a video. Everyone seems to be copacetic. Of course it's day one. Of course they are, but this is a bombshell dude. This is a big one. Uh, just really quickly. Like for me, that's awesome. That, Again, Game Pass. I'm getting all this stuff on Game Pass, and then in the future, everything on Game Pass on day one. Uh, reading that the the quote about we're going to keep the PS5 exclusives for the games that are already announced, and then everything else is a case by case basis. So for PlayStation, I'm thinking like you'll still get your Skyrim, you'll still get your Starfield, just to get whatever. But I definitely think that you're going to get exclusive games that will only be for Xbox in the future. So like this is pie in the sky because adam cares but like dishonored 3 xbox exclusive like i could see a thing like that happening i don't think the big 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 ones will be exclusive 
But I think like the smaller mid-tier stuff, you'll get exclusive. And again, I'm getting all this on Game Pass now. So like, good times. Jake, I'm going to throw it to you. Yeah, so that was uh, interesting. That The thing that I've seen the most on, on Twitter and, and one of my not immediate reactions, one of the things that I keep thinking about is that uh, uh, Microsoft now owns Bethesda and Oblivion. <laughs> so they now own both the studios that have made Fallout games. Fallout uh, Vegas 2, anybody? <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens there. I mean, they. it seems from what I've seen that Bethesda will still be its own publisher and will still be, you know, still be running itself as its own company and everything. They just have a new parent company is how they seem to, you know, it, it'll be business as usual for the time being. From everything they've said, same same way that, you know, those PS4 exclusives are still coming through and they're not going to backtrack on any deals and things like that. And, you know, obviously some of the things will change and they'll have, you know, more of a tendency to go towards Microsoft on some things, but Bethesda is such a big publisher that they're not going to go full exclusive. You know, it, it makes sense. What doesn't it, it makes what sense it does for a lot of these smaller studios that they bought over time, where the, you know Oblivion was having to um, had to get crowdfunding money to make Pillars of Eternity. So I mean, when they were bought, they were definitely in like a place to be given some new funding and some new life and just be able to put the Microsoft name on it. I think Bethesda is one of the companies that needs that. So this feels like uncharted territory as far as what it's going to be like for one of these publishers under Microsoft now, because this is for sure the biggest publisher slash developer that Microsoft has acquired. That Uh, anyone's ever acquired. Yeah. (laughs) Like buying Minecraft is a big deal, but that's, you know, that's not like a gigantic studio and it's like the one game and I'm sure they made their money back since then. But it's like Mm -hmm. we bought a phenomenon and now it's like oh we're buying the nfl like it's like hey uh we have the hall of fame quarterback who's going to come coach at our college it's like oh you know what actually i just bought the big 10 (laughs) yeah that's a good comparison that's correct so like uh, it's i think a lot like you said a lot of these games will still be on both consoles i imagine some of the backroom stuff will be a little harder for sony at this point because you know they the people they normally have to pay to to try to get stuff to be exclusive or third-party rights or whatever it is, like that their parent company is now their competition. Um, so I'm sure some of these games could very likely be exclusives, but I also don't think Bethesda is going to lock themselves out of going to PlayStation 5 or, or I don't think anything that soon would become a PlayStation 4. Yeah. But Just, just um, real quick on that, like, again, Microsoft, or Minecraft still continue to go everywhere, still got support everywhere. Mm-hmm. Minecraft mm-hmm. Dungeons came out on everything day one and date. If anything, you'd rather want it, you'd want to sell to the PlayStation audience because it's like, hey, um, you sell these games on your console with your audience, and then Microsoft will make 30%. It gives us money. It's yeah. like what what I can't remember which direction it went because I don't I don't I do not follow the phone the phone hardware battle between Android and iPod. I, I don't care. Um, but there was a very specific piece of technology that was created and trademarked by one of the two companies like Samsung or maybe it was Apple. I can't remember which direction it went, but like for the sake of the story, Apple creates some, you know, revolutionary piece of tech that every phone needs from now until however many of the next many years are. And Samsung has to put that part in their phone. So even when people buy Samsung's, they're giving money to Apple because of this very specific piece of equipment 
that Samsung has to give them kickback for how many times they need to buy the part. So it's like, yeah, of course, go, go, <laughs> go, go buy my game on, on your PlayStation. And it still gives us money. Uh, and doesn't seem to hurt anything. No. Uh, real quick, though, I think that the one thing that will be interesting, we've seen it with uh, games before, where it's like, you get the DLC earlier a month on PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the big ones will do. It's like, you're going to get you know, Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. But the DLC is going to be, first of all, the game's going to be on Game Pass. We're going to get money every time you buy it on a PlayStation yeah. console. And our customers are going to get the DLC a month early. Like I think, I think that's like what you're looking at. So PlayStation Thanks. fans, you're still going to get the games, but it'll just be a little bit different on the back end for you know yeah Think about, there's gonna be a marvel avengers situation where just all of these games get a little bit extra support or something cool extra on the microsoft side just like hey here's a cool extra character an extra dlc or something um but uh but also one thing we hadn't really talked about even last week at ps5 uh, reveal was that the standard price for next gen games seems to be going up 70 finally um which is, it's fine. I'm very surprised that games stayed at $60 for as long as they did. But, so they're going up to 70 I don't know what Xbox is doing with their exclusives or games on console at all. If you buy it just, you know, raw, like not from Game Pass, if, it, if it's still 60 or if it'll be 70 But, hot damn, if you can't get uh, the brand new Elder Scrolls Day 1 for $70 or for nothing, because you already have an Xbox and Game Pass, uh, I think I know what trade I'll make. Like, <laughs> I think I'm going to take the free one. The theoretically free one. I know you pay for the service. Yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. It's theoretically. Don't I'm actually me, people listening to this. I know, yeah. It's the theoretically free thing or the thing you pay $70. I'll take that trade. Yeah. Looking at, again, this is just because I'm looking on the IGN page right now. And I think this is a thing for most people. Again, this is just a dumb IGN poll, whatever. It's got 40,000 votes, whatever. Uh, are you interested in Xbox now? if this acquisition leads to more exclusives and 66% of the audience says either yes or possible. It depends on the exclusives. So like, it's a big deal. Like people care. And of course there's going to be people who get mad. Now, if I could see if you were Sony only and it's like, Oh yeah, you're not going to get Dishonored three period. But like, you know, Xbox doesn't get Spider-Man. So like, it yeah. is what it is. But I think as long as everyone gets the big stuff, it's fine. Either way, I'm happy. As an Xbox slash PC dude, I don't care. If you're going to give me these games for free and I get extra stuff, I'm bravo. Yeah, there's, uh, there's something to be said about, you know, Microsoft still not really, I, I don't know, maybe they are. Uh, most of it's not newsworthy, but you don't feel like they're um, their actual first-party proper studios are really all that notable still. They've just bought so many other dope studios that were independent that are now under their umbrella. So there's a little bit of like, I guess maybe spend like $7.5 billion like really making good first-party studios. And you won't need to do this. <laughs> but Or maybe they did, and it just didn't work. I don't know. I don't know what what back those doors stuff they did, where you know what they invested into those first parties and what they turned out. You know, it's hard to tell because you know they wouldn't publicize stuff if it went badly. Um, But it's. uh, I mean, they certainly just got a whole great library of games that may still. I'm not sure the ones like Dishonored and and those will be. I'm not sure Dishonored will be will be exclusive. Doom, Doom's a big deal. 
Doom's a very big deal. Um, well, but Doom, Doom will be on. I mean, it's it just came to Switch. It's I don't again. I don't. I think most of these games that are big are not going to end up even being exclusives. I think yeah. they'll just be. There will be some that they put out. Some of the Bethesda published stuff that maybe has more tendency to go towards exclusivity for Microsoft. But um, you know, at the rate they owned Oblivion, I think the whole time they were working on Outer Worlds. And that on day one came to all consoles. There, there doesn't seem to be any tendency with those places they already own City. to avoid being multi-console, especially for tiles that they think can be big. Yeah, you, you shoot yourself you, on the foot, kind of. You said Oblivion, but you mean Obsidian. Do I keep saying Oblivion? Yeah, it's not a big deal, but you know, I'm thinking about Bethesda. The game, yeah, no, <laughs> but now here about Bethesda. I oh get my that. god. Here's I'm sorry, the, Obsidian. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I knew you, that you love them. It's all good. Here's the interesting thing, right? Thinking about all this. Okay, so yeah, most of the games will be here. Maybe some of the smaller stuff. Okay, what if, you know, down the line, Starfield's out, Elder Scrolls Six is out, uh, Bethesda Game Studios, the big studios, like, well, uh, we have our main team, our second team. We're doing a new IP, and the new IP is Xbox exclusive. That would be a big fucking deal. Be big, be real big. Well, yeah, I mean, assuming, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, Starfield will be a new IP, but that was already in. Yeah, that was already in. The deal went through, so yeah, it kind of is what it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, that would definitely be a big deal at some point. But I don't know, maybe. We'll have to see how it turns it's interesting. out. It's interesting that Bethesda's development studio has... What was their last game they made? Fall 76? 76, maybe? Yeah. I don't know, if that, was a, I don't know if that was a smaller one. And again, that's the game that it's good now. It could have been, yeah, yeah. For people who actually play it now, once they update it. It's just like yeah. with Elder Scrolls Online. Um, either way, that's true. it's a big deal. That's a, a crazy get, and also literally yeah. one day before pre-orders go live. So good move. Yeah, on. that's a big like. That's huge. If the day before pre-orders, you go. Oh, also by the way, um, whenever Elder Scrolls Six and um, Starfield come out, they'll they'll be on Game Pass. Like that's <laughs> you don't even need to say that loud. It's like it's like oh okay cool. That's incredible. Those are huge games that will get put on a million consoles, but only one of them, it will be free. Awesome. All right. That was a, a big deal. Great topic. We're going to move on. Jake, what have you been playing the last couple days? Man, I've been playing more Wasteland 3. See it every time. It we're gonna, every we're gonna, time I'm online. I know. Every time you say it's all, that's the only thing I've played. I literally have not turned on my PlayStation or my or my Xbox since I started playing Wasteland 3. Um, I talked about it a lot last week, so I don't need to go too much more into it. It's more thing than I... um, we'll we'll do we'll do the full deep dive at some point on our on our Game Pass and review. But for now, man, that's it. I mean, I don't. I give you a hard time because every time I see you online, you're playing it. But it's like I understand. Like the game is is. It is exactly the kind of game that I like investing time into. It is fairly sizable. It is entertaining. The gameplay loop does not get old. And there are narrative choice, and you can affect the story. 
I'm in. I will play that until I beat it, and then I may play it again and just do everything the opposite direction. Oh yeah, I'm definitely doing a second playthrough once I kill all the people I saved, save all the people I killed, or you know, I'm playing playing through pretty much as a as a good guy right now. Uh, and I've just leveled up my hard ass stat so I can like occasionally, but I try not to do it unless the situation calls for it or if they're being a real asshole. But um, but uh, yeah, it's it's very good. And maybe I'll go back and just play full evil and just kill lots and lots of people and be terrible. But, like, I can't believe the gall this game has at some points. Where, like, someone rolled up to me at my place, at my, like, base that I set out, and they're like, hey, rangers, we need your help with something. I'm a slaver, and one of my slaves has escaped. Can you help me? And I was like, who does this bitch think she is? Like, this game's just like, hey, man, you want to help the slaver find their lost slave? And I was like, yo, I don't care what this quest was. I'm gonna I'm gonna reload before this conversation happened because it either forces you into the quest or makes you fight them in the spot. I was like, nah, I'm I'm backing out a little bit and I'm going to straight dog these people out in violent fashion. And I like set up an ambush and they're inside my base and it was just, I was like, no, you guys, this quest is not important. I need you all to die. Love that. That is a great. Yeah. I love they're like, yep, cool. Quest complete. You decided to not help her find a slave. Congratulations. It's like, good job. Man, you made the right choice. That seems like the right choice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fantastic. All right. As for me, I've been playing War Witcher 3. I am in the middle of Hearts and Stone DLC, having a good time with my boy Geralt. The game is fantastic. Of course, everyone knows this. It's the best. I'm going to finish the Hearts of Stone DLC, so when I get the next-gen upgrade, I'll actually play Blood and Wine on next-gen, so that'll be a good time. And then the other game I've been playing is Spellbreak, which is a Magic Boy um, Battle Royal game that is very different from every other Battle Royal, and I like it a lot. Uh, it is early access still. Um, I'm going to keep playing it, and when that game goes full release, I think it'll be something special. I don't know if that game's going to hit the audience that I think it should, but that game is special and as a Battle Royal dude, I'm into it so I played a couple rounds of that and had a good time floating and flying and like you straight up just have avatar powers in that game. Like whenever you have your Earth Gauntlet spell, it's you're literally just punching the ground and making like a, a fissure in the ground. It's like, yeah, you're just an Earthbender. It's a good time. Beautiful. And that's it for me. Alright, now we're going to move on to Game Pass Weekly. This section is going to be extremely interesting this week. <laughs> Jake, go ahead and read off all the new stuff coming to Game Pass. All right. The list of uh, available now, newly available, or coming soon games on Game Pass. <clears throat> all right. And that was our new games on Game Pass. They just had a crazy drop the other week. They they do this. They'll have a crazy drop, like eight eight games coming out, and then next week it's like you know we just we just gave you a bunch of games. Like we don't have anything this week. Yep. And none of the games they announced last week that we put on the coming soon list actually came out yet. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, some things will be on there. Maybe they were saving until the pre order day to drop some of those other coming soons. But yeah, none of those games that were coming soon last week, like Night in the Woods and uh, Destiny uh, expansion, those are all still waiting to launch. 
Good stuff. All right, so I guess we'll go ahead and move on to our review from last week's game. We played Star Renegades, which is on the PC version of Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Star Renegades is a it is a 16-bit, but sort of like uh, Octopath Traveler, where it's 3D, 16-bit, uh, roguelike. Modern 16, yeah. yeah, modern 16-bit, roguelike, future, turn-based RPG timeline game. Jake, go ahead and tell me what you feel about Star Renegades. Um, I liked it until I didn't. Um, <laughs> as simply as I can put that. So the game starts out, and you've got these this character that you're introduced to, and there's they've you know, they've got their their family member there, and something tragic happens. And, you know, I'm like, oh man, this sucks. I feel bad for this character. I'm bonding with them and doing all those things, and I really like the gameplay. Um, it is turn-based RPG, so I'm a fan of that. Basically, they they give you a a bar at the top of the screen, and the it shows you what the enemies are planning on doing. So they are, you know, this person's going to attack this person, this person's doing an AoE, blah, blah, blah. And if you attack them, you can push their attacks back on that bar. And if you attack an enemy before they get off their attack, it does critical hits and there's extra effects and all sorts of things. So there's lots of cool little back and forth dynamics and strategizing. Okay, well, I'll do my AoE ability with this robot man first because that pushes back all of them and that gives all of my, the rest of my party more room to get off their attacks and blah, blah, blah. There's just some cool strategy to that, and I enjoyed that part a lot. Um, you get some cool abilities, and the leveling system is interesting and, and progresses pretty quickly and fairly. So, I mean, there's there's usually not more than two fights where you don't get to level somebody up and get some new abilities and cool things. And there's a companion system where... You can only do so much in a day, so at the end of the day you have to rest, and while you're resting you use, like, cards to give yourself bonuses, and those bonuses will increase the relationships between characters, and if you get them to certain levels, they get different buffs, and there's lots of cool little mechanics there, and things, and I was, like, starting to get invested in these characters that I had. Um, and I beat the first planet, and, uh, basically you, you, it launches you in a, in a space. And you, uh, each, each, you know, map has different little areas that you can go through and they have different enemies and different, uh, chests and, uh, upgrades to your shields and health. And then by the end of the third day, uh, a giant, you know, new enemy comes down and you have to defeat it. So you've got basically your three days to clear out space, get new items, level up to then take on the big fight. So I was playing on the second planet. I was having a good time up to that point. I got into one fight where I finally, like, just something went wrong and uh, lose the fight. First time, made it through a whole planet. It's the first, literally the first fight I've lost at all. I think the first time even a person's been downed at all. And uh, it spawned me in another town and was like, well, all those people are dead. Recruit a new party. Start over. And I was like, yo. Fuck you. I hate that shit. I hate it man. so much. That's a roguelike It's the fucking worst. Um, yeah, I really do hate it. And I didn't know this game was a roguelike when I started playing. I just thought it was like, hey, advance and have, you know. It does not it seem like one when you first start. Doesn't at, at all. all. Yeah. It doesn't at all. And then the game's just like, hey, here you go. Start over. You've got some stuff to do now. And I'm like, dude, I'm out. 
And there's no like there. And I was like, I even quit out whenever that happened, and I realized what had happened. I quit out and then reopened it to see if I could go back to like before that fight happened. And no, it auto saves you as soon as you die. So your uh, the time you spent in those characters and the resources you spent level and like getting their like companion things to rise and there's like legitimate conversations between them and they're like actually like talking to each other and getting to know each other and there's like cool dialogue and then they're just gone. It immediately it immediately makes me feel like the narrative in your game doesn't matter when you eliminate the, the main character. <laughs> like the character they introduce you to, the character on the cover of the game, they're like, Well, that's it. That character's gone. You gotta recruit some new people. And none of like it you know there's only so much you can do with a narrative when you're swapping out your characters every two seconds. And it just, uh, it immediately ruined the game for me. And I was like, cool, I will not play this ever again. I'm out. Thank you. Um, so that was me. That was me and Star Renegades. I had, a, I had a very good time with it up until I literally decided I'll never play it again. Interesting. Yeah, you're not a roguelike guy at all, are you? That's like No, the thing, right? I, there's parts of it that I can I can get behind. But I don't, there's only so much you can do with a game when, like, you you have no characters to commit to because they're not worth keeping. or They're not worth, you know... Uh, it's one thing, and I haven't played this myself, but a guy at work been playing it, and I luckily work at a place where we get to sometimes, you know, during slow times you can play games at work. Um, it's like a call center. Um, but... He, I've been watching him play some, and you know you've got like your main characters and these big, these big narrative overarching characters in the game, and those people can't die, but some of the other people can. There's some people that are, you know, narrative fodder as far as like you know if you keep them alive, great. There's stuff they can do, but there are people who are integral to this game that you're playing, and they matter, and their story matters, and it makes sense over the overarching thing. If you don't commit to that, like at all, I just don't. I have no reason to come back to you. There's too many games out there for like for me to get too into that. So like, it's it's not for me. Uh, so when it comes to me, again, all that stuff is 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 right. Like the combat's good. It looks pretty. I like all the character stuff. One little extra thing, and it's the first game I think ever to do it, is that it takes the the procedurally generated like enemy grid thing from Shadow of Mordor. And it does it in this game. It's like, here's the great yes. dudes. They grow with you. They all have names. If they beat you, they get stronger. I'm like, thank God someone does this because that's the best system, and no game ever used it. And yeah, I don't. It, know it has the Nemesis system, and that's it is the best. It, yeah. Um, I like this game a lot. See, I'm a roguelike dude. Like, I play Rogue Legacy. I play uh, Spelunky. I play all that stuff. I like roguelike stuff. Where, because this is the thing. Whenever you do die, you you don't lose all your progress. You do get some progress to go into the next game, right? You get points to upgrade and unlock things on your next run-throughs, right? Correct? Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. You do get that in yeah. this game, yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't register with me at the time because I was like, what is that bar that's moving at the top? I don't understand what's happening. Why am I getting, losing that fight? I don't see what's going And then I looked at my little, like, droid thing that follows like you you control and your party follows it around and i was like wait where is everyone do i have to go back to like re-recruit them and get them back and it was like oh no they're they're gone you can't get them back yes but yes 
So that again, it is very much it is a taste of game. I love just like uh, what's the game where you play the mechs and it was on Switch, but it's also on PC. Uh, the big punchy robot game. Help me it's out. On Switch, here. I'm not sure. Arms. No, <laughs> not you said, something. You, you said punchy, so I don't know. Into the breach. Into the breach. That's what I'm. Oh yes, about. okay. Yeah. Into breach is the same way. You fight with your robots. If you die. You, there's some weird timey-wimey stuff, and then you go back and you, you have upgrades. This is a thing for me. I love all that stuff. Uh, I I don't think the game... I do like the game a lot. I'm trying to think of things that are negative. I see your problem, and I, I agree with it. That, personally, for me, I like. For me, the combat gets kind of tired after a little bit. Mm. Um, but again, I've only done one playthrough. There's upgrades, and things will change up, but I was like, okay, robot dude does a AOE like I literally did the same tactic over and over and over again. But I'm sure as the farther you go along, the harder it gets. There's once you die, there's more upgrades. So I'm sure that stuff includes I do think it's fun. I like the whole time the timeline pushing people back, breaking them out of the timeline stuff is fun. I was just like I'm just doing the same strategy every time. But again, my next run I think it'll be different. Uh everything you how, said how I how far agree. did your run get? I'm I'm finishing the first planet. Okay, okay. So I'm right there with you. Um, so maybe we'll see. Maybe I lose so much progress whenever I die, it upsets me. But again, that's kind of a, a thing that I like. So, and again, I agree with everything you said. And the way see, you explained the game was perfect. I so. can deal with it because I also have played Into the Breach. And I don't know, I can deal with it in games like that. Just cause, I don't, Maybe it's because uh, I know it's coming. Maybe that maybe it was my expectation of the game. Yeah, that, it, that it came out of nowhere. It definitely came out of nowhere. For me. I had no idea. I was just like, wait, where's my party? <laughs> Why did I lose my party members? This sucks. <laughs> but like, Into the Breach is very much the same way with um, Faster Than Light, where it's, you know, it's, yeah, see how far you can get this time. And like, I, I don't know, for, for some reason, the format for those, it makes more sense to me. That right. it's like, you know, see how yeah, far nope. you can get, see how far you can go, and, and, you know, keep trying and doing different things. But, um, yeah, I don't. Maybe I was just really like getting invested in these characters, and I was starting to, like like them, and I got like, all of them to be like at least two hearts with each other, so they both had like all had like cool buffs, and I unlocked some cool dialogues between them, and like some world lore, and then and then it was just gone, and it feels like the time I spent is not worth the thing I got back, and it was like oh like that, this sucks. Like I want those characters back. I like them, <laughs> and then it's just okay. What? out yeah no i get what you're saying yeah because like in into the breach yeah. or all those other games you're just like i'm an avatar of this a vague character. robot that's yeah, yeah like it's there's nothing so it's fine to do it over it's like ah he's got more points it's good now but yeah whenever it's like oh we built a relationship we talked we did it, and then they're gone i'm with you i get that yeah and maybe that's the point maybe it's supposed to hurt maybe they were like ah we don't want these to feel into to feel bad when you when they die but it's also just like the, that was the first time i'd lost any character all four characters. And it was just my I just my whole party wiped. And it was like that's the first time I'd messed up at all in the game. It sucks. Yeah, no, I think honestly, I think all your points are valid and I think we feel a lot about the the game. Like exactly again, you've yeah. you said all my points perfectly. It's just the roguelike part you didn't like and I do. Just um, wait until it kills you though. You're you haven't died yet. I haven't died yet, so we'll see. <laughs> I might change. Uh for me right now, I would say 
I would say it's a buy, but again, I'm also not super far. So I'm just going to be safe and say download. I'm leaning towards buy because I know what's coming. So I'm saying definitely download it, maybe buy it. Where where you land at? Oh man, the art is really cool. I enjoy the gameplay. It part of some of these in great, and the backgrounds are all really cool. And like it, I think what hurts me is I really wanted. I really wanted to love this game. And then I didn't. <laughs> that makes it feel even... Hey, make that be honest. I, I remember when this was announced, and I was like, awesome, new turn-based RPG that looks gorgeous. And like I, the art style is great. Like I, if, if there's a cool story with this, I am going to be so down and play the hell out of it. And then it didn't do that. So, I don't know, man. It, it's just like we've talked about in other games we've reviewed. Yeah, if you like this game, you should download it because it's free. What? There's no reason to download, not download most games on Game Pass at the rate you already have the service free. Just download. Let me tell it. you about Night Call. <laughs> yeah, but man, uh, for me, it's if if I'm going by my otherwise, I'll just say every game is a download because it's you already have the service like we every single week we arbitrarily pick a title and we download it and it's a fun week oh yeah <laughs> so, well, I mean, again, so every, you you should all be doing that out there and <laughs> just go oh that looks new and fun play it no investment well, at all well i'm saying based on what you're saying i, I think you would say skip it because you did not enjoy it like once I that would, thing happened you did I not would, yeah, I would be say honest skip it. i yeah. would say download it maybe buy it you're saying skip it and that's fine we don't have to agree no i don't want to agree with you you're a horrible person Oh wow! <laughs> Sorry, F- finally snapped me, Adam. This game, it's this fine. game, yeah. this game did this to me, this to you. Uh, no, I, yeah, I just think I think every game, if you have Game Pass, is is probably the realistic rating is downloaded. But I'm gonna start trying to do more of my personal, and if I had to do it over again, I would skip it. That's pretty much the rating is like, is it worth your time? Is it worth giving them money? Or is it was it not worth your time? And you're saying it's not worth your time, which is fine. And I'm saying it's worth my time, and maybe I'll give them money. I'll, dude, if I could give them conditional money, like, just to be like, dude, do this again, but make, like, ten designated characters, and let me party, and play this over with, and if I die, just send me back to my last save point. Punish me by making me replay the last two hours of my life. Like a good RPG does, like like a good RPG. That's, that's that's what I want. I don't want you to be like, oh hey man, that's great. Your whole party's dead. <laughs> it sucked enough when Mass Effect took Rex from me, like, and that was a narrative point and like a very important moment in the in the game story. And I like couldn't live with that and had to find out every single way in my possibility to save him. Like so, when this game does this to me, and it's like, "Hey, man, you like these characters? Guess what? I'm never gonna see them again." <laughs> it's like I can't, I can't do it. Put this game in a regular, like old school RPG format, and I will, I'll pay sixty dollars for this game. Legitimately, not even a joke. Sure, I got you. All right. Well, that was our in-depth review of Star Renegades, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions for what we pick each week. Yes, Riku, we will get to Night in the Woods whenever they put it on the service. Next week, for next Game Pass game, which is available on, I believe it's the PC and the Xbox version, uh, Double Kick Heroes. We're going to play rhythm-based rock and roll boys on a car. Let's go.
it's been a while since I picked up a good rhythm game. I was uh, super into the Guitar Hero Rock Band franchise in my day and tried a decent amount of the rhythm game. So I didn't realize this was a rhythm game until we were looking for a game this week. So worth a shot. Looks interesting. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Xbox Quest. It was a five-star review. Share us with a friend. Feel free to follow us on social media at Xbox Quest. If you want to join in on the show, suggest a topic. Tell us how you feel about the Game Pass Weekly game. Tell Jake that he's wrong. Or ask us anything in general. Feel free to shoot us an email, xboxquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our quest. We can turn our journey with Xbox next week. Have a good one, y'all. Star Renegades, you broke my heart. Oh, no. We out.